How bitches, we're back. Uh, this is currently episode six after our transfer special episode that went out last week. Um, let us know in the comments if you like that one as well, because it was only like 40 minutes, like short one we can do all the time. But um, we're here for game week six, week six uh, predictions and reactions to the game week. And there's also Champions League and Cup games to talk about, which is going to be fun for me. But, you know, it happens. You can't win them all. Can't win them all. Chelsea knows about that. So we can (laughs) (laughs) straight away. Uh, Thoughts on the overall game week? Thoughts on how it went for your teams? Not great again. Yeah. Not surprised. Not surprising, is it, for us anymore? (laughs) It really isn't. Overall, the game week, I enjoyed it. I think um, the Newcastle on TV, the... I think they, who did they play Newcastle on the Sunday? Sheffield United. Sheffield, yeah. 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 Um, that was the mad game, wasn't it? I, know. I didn't actually watch that, but yeah. I swear Newcastle are always on TV nowadays, aren't they? Every single week, they're always on Sky on the weekend. But, yeah. yeah, the Saudis definitely have some involvement in Sky, didn't they? Definitely. <laughs> Wait, we're not on TV for like three, four weeks. It's weird. Like, why would you not put the the like the champions on TV. We're not on TV until we play Arsenal. It's like, what's it's the point? A, your fan base is tiny, so there's, there's poo viewership anyway, and B, your games are so boring because, yeah, you play amazing. No, football, no, no. Everyone's seen it for <laughs> four, four or five years straight. And it's just like, oh, here goes City passing the ball around and just dominating the game. Oh, and Haaland scored. What a shocker. Like, it's just not even entertaining anymore. It's hey, just... People yeah, only just watch give, United to see them. Obligatory win. win. People Lit- watch United well, exactly, to see them. That, that, Oh, I disconnected there. Was basically disconnected there, guy. Um, oh, mate. At least people watching United, mate. At least we could fill the stadium, boy. You know, I can't, can't pay Burnley. for Burnley. Burnley were this close. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Best team in the world. Right. We this close to what? This close to what? Not being terrible again. Right, like, sorry. We, we can go straight to United if if you want to talk about Burnley, like because I actually really? do want to talk about Burnley. Let's do it. Let's go straight in. Let's go right, straight into the... <laughs> we'll fuck up the order. We normally, do, we normally do chronological, but let's just go straight in for Burnley United. Okay. Let's say it. United were, were nothing special, mate. We were nothing special. We didn't really offer anything going forward. And if we didn't have Scott McTominay in the team, it would have been a 2-0 easy win. Like, Burnley are not a good team. Mate. They just aren't. Like, I know you love them, Benji, but they're just not good. Like, they really... They had like, a couple chances. They did hit the post, but... Yeah, they dominant. They had like sixty-two percent possession, I think. And they what apart from the one they hit the post, they really didn't do much with it. And United were not special. And all United need to do was get a win, and they were going to be happy. Do you know what I mean? Like it really didn't matter that much for them. But the best thing about that game is this absolute gem of a stat, which is one of the, you know when you know when you see football Twitter come through with an amazing stat that really makes you giggle. Yeah. And that is that in 2023, Johnny Evans has more Premier League assists than Havertz and Madrid. <laughs> what a start. What a start. Hey, he's also and he would have had a, more... a goal as well. So he would have had more goals and assists if, it, if that wasn't disallowed because of McTominay. <laughs> hey, he's got more than De Bruyne this season. <laughs> he's clear. No, Johnny Evans is clear, man. You guys, you guys slated him. So he's the worst sign of the summer. Look what he's done for you. 
you, you, hate you, him, mis- you, mis- you tra- mistranslated that one because you're trying to cuss me out on Instagram as well, saying <laughs> worst transfer. It wasn't worst transfer. It was our least favourite transfer. And both my shouts were very reasonable for that. Um, Love Jimmy to be honest, like, we, like I said, Burnley, I just think, really weren't great. I think if it wasn't for... If it wasn't for Luton and Sheffield being guarantees to go down, they would also be they would be in my books to go down. Everton obviously get a win, looking a bit better. Um, Forest aren't looking terrible, right, but, mate? I before they're going to be in that relegation scrap, mate. Before you carry on, I said this a few weeks ago. Look at the games they played. They played City, Villa, Tottenham, Forest, and United. I'm sorry, you don't expect them to get more than five points from those games at all oh. and they've got one which is respectable they're through the fa cup i mean the e- efl cup which is obviously is what it is they beat they beat um forest in the efl and then they beat salford but you know you can't expect them to get all these points from these teams yeah, these massive teams and we've well they're playing like, burnley like, now like that's terrible yeah but you're yeah, still united like yeah but no, no, they're playing. United, mate, trust me, United have dropped a lot of points to newly promoted teams over the years. Trust me, I've seen quite a few of them. And just for how much you rate them, they're not that good. Right, after this game on Saturday when they play Newcastle, they're going to play Luton, Chelsea, Brentford, Bournemouth. You get points and that. I not, think, I think, should get three against Chelsea. Yeah, they should, get, get they should beat Luton, Chelsea. shouldn't they? They should really beat Luton if they are as good as Benjamin. No, no, they're gonna destroy Luton. No way. There's no way. No, not. There's no way. They're gonna they're gonna beat Luton. They're gonna beat Chelsea. They're gonna draw with Brentford, and they're gonna beat Bournemouth. That's easy ten points. I swear. No. Clip right, this well, shit, and we'll come back to it in however many weeks' time, just to see how wrong. Dreaming. No dreaming. man, you guys, you guys are uh, over exaggerating how bad they've been. You and your They've not been bad though. They've played good teams. What do you want them to do? They've played good teams. And if you look at the table. If they were good, though, they would be looking better. No, but it's, it's not though, is it? Like if Chelsea. Right, think about it, right? If Chelsea played City, Spurs, United, and um, who else was it? Villa. Oh, they wouldn't get any points. Yeah, they wouldn't. They'd get one point, same as Burnley. Uh, but yeah, then but you guys would be saying, "Why are they Chelsea, in the Premier League?" Chelsea being shit is, is just Chelsea being shit. That's that's like saying Luton playing against some teams would lose with them games. Yeah, because they're also shit. Like <laughs> no, just... but Burnley are good. You guys are. I don't know. You have to wait. You just have to wait. Give it time. I'm, just the process. Keep, to, you keep saying that. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to bully you until your morale from goes down enough. So you're not crushed when they get relegated at the end of the year. That's They're what not. I'm trying to do, Benji. I'm trying to help set you up for that heart rate, heartbreak at the end of the year. I mean, company sacked by Christmas. You you need something to put a smile on. To get holidays in, won't they? In January. <laughs> when Everton's fire Sean dies, she'll be going back to Burnley again. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right, well, well, we'll look at the um, <laughs> the predictions we had for this game. Uh, I said uh, 2-0 Burnley. You know. Never not, not far, bro. Uh, Ed said 2-1 United. Spencer said 2-0 United. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, you did get the result, but Vic got 1-0 United. There we go. Vic, you're all ball, man. Me, Vic and Spencer. Oh, oh, Vic gets a nice three points as well. We're all off the mark. Nice. Benji on zero. Yeah, we knew that was happening, though. 
knew that was happening. Big up Burnley, man. I, I feel bad for them, but they're coming back. Five weeks, they're coming back. They'll be tenth. I swear. Right, we will move on. We'll see. <laughs> we will move on to my team. Not this team, but it's my team. Uh, City versus Forest. I'm not going to lie. I was stressed. Because... 2-0 in 15 minutes. I was like, okay, right, this is looking good. Standard City. And then like, nothing happened like the rest of the game. The rest of the half, you like, you see 2-0 up, you're like, oh, we could maybe step on a bit. And then like nothing happened. It's kind of like just back and forth. And then half time hits and Rodri been watching too much Top Boy. And yeah. grips grips his up on Marvin Gibbs White for no reason. Like there's no need for him to do that. He's not, there's no need for him to do that at all. He doesn't need to do that. We're against Forest. We're winning 2-0. You don't have to get angry. You're at home. And, uh, yeah. No, it's I didn't red. watch it at all, you know. When you turn it off, what's the need to lose your head like that? I just don't get it. You, Grealish did it later on as well. Is it a free and game Edison. ban as well? Or? It's free game yeah, ban so, Something like that. I mean, and that does mean that Rodri is missing the Arsenal game. That is literally the first thing I wrote down in my notes for that game. And like, like you said, mate, like just so stupid, so unnecessary. You were dominating the game. 2-0 up, yeah, you hadn't scored for 20 minutes, half an hour, but you were cruising, like, there was just absolutely no need to get Larry, and it was also the worst, like, chicken stance up at first as well, like, dip his head so far back and put his chest right out, <laughs> like, twice, and then fucking chucked his hand at his fry, I was just like, what are you thinking? There's just literally no, like, when you, if you were losing, I'd get it, because you'd be pissed yeah, off, yeah. you dropped off, but... You were you were clearly going to win even at that point in time. It was almost as sure that you were going to win, and I think obviously it didn't make any difference for that game because you you beaten Forest. But Rodri not being in for the Arsenal it, game, mate, is big. Forest did dominate though, didn't they? Second half. Yeah, as soon as Rodri left, as soon as Rodri yeah. left, Rodri's so important to our team. I know we're not going onto it yet, but Rodri wasn't there last night, and you could tell Rodri's unbelievable. Like he's. The rock of our team. Like everyone says, oh, you got Haaland. Obviously, you're going to win. But without Rodri, we're a different team. And Phillips Calvin Phillips needs, needs to get out. I thought, um, Calvin Phillips, knowing there was good. It's mad. Because he should be. So now, obviously, Rodri's banned for three games. Everyone's thinking, all right, he'll just step in and slide in straight away. But he won't. He's so bad. Like He's just not up to the pace of City football. Like Nunes from Wolves came into our team and he looks better than Quality. Calvin Phillips after a year. And it's like, how? Calvin Phillips, if he starts the next few games, I'm going to be very upset. So we're playing Wolves anyway, which should be like easy win. But then when we play Arsenal, that could get very technical for us because we don't have De Bruyne. We don't have uh, Rodri. And if something like happens against Leipzig in the Champions League or something, and like Haaland takes a knock, that could mean like our first loss of the season, which is peak. But I mean, you still know, got like I'm... decent options. You got Kovacic, Nunes, and Rico Lewis can go in there. So that's mad though. We're relying on a like eighteen-year-old. I want to. I do want to defend Calvin Phillips a little bit there because, like, yeah, he's not great for you at the moment, but it's because you fucking signed him and never play him. Like, I mean, Rodgers got injury good, though, as well. Yeah, but Rodgers yeah, but you could still chuck him next to him. You could still give him them games where like. You're easy, we're easily winning them. Like, never even done that. Like, obviously, now he's going to look rusty and overweight and unfit, like, because he's never playing. Um, Ooh, but it's, it's, what it's you also hard. mentioned there was Nunes. 
And I did want to give a little shout out to Nunez's uh, cross for Harlan's goal because it was fucking lovely. It was pinpoint. But He's fitted in so easily, hasn't he? That's what I'm saying with Phillips. You've been there a year. You know how the team plays. And obviously you're at City. You don't get the chance to get fat. Like it's not United where Sancho doesn't play because he's fat. Like it just doesn't happen. Like Calvin Phillips doesn't have the opportunity to get fat. You play for City, you have to be top standard. You're the best team in the world. You don't let players just get overweight and unfit. He's definitely fit because he can play a full night without getting out of breath and stuff like that. Like there's no need for that. But when you can't pass a ball or track the ball down, it's not even about comparing it to Rodri. It's about seeing that he's slow. He's good for England, he's good for Leeds, but he's not good for City. He needs to he needs to transfer out, but I bet I bet he's loving it. He's got a treble under his belt after playing about ninety minutes combined last season. And he's and he's gassed about it. And this season he's probably gonna get a Prem. He's gonna get two Prems in his career and he's gonna be dog shit from it. So I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Phillips right now. He could prove me wrong, but every time I've said I'm not a big fan of someone, I've been right. Sterling and Cole Palmer. Palmer's yeah. been decent for us, so he was decent yesterday. Brilliant mm. yesterday. Can't score a goal though. Um, <laughs> he got two assists and one of them was offside marginally, but to be fair, just just before we move on, because I'm happy to go on to another game soon, but I do actually want to give Forrest a little shout out because they like you said in that second half they were decent, mate. And I I was a little bit worried that Forrest could be going down this season. I thought they were definitely gonna be a team that's down there, but actually, mate, they've they've had some poor results, but they've played alright. They they're right against us. Obviously, went two in up early doors, lost three two in the end. But I don't think Forest are that bad. I would probably say they're better than teams wow. like Burnley and that, and Luton and Sheffield and Everton. So I think that I do yeah. think that Forest they might be down there near the end of the season. But I think they'll be one of the first teams that clears. You know, you know, and they start hitting yeah. it when they've gone over the pot. Now I think Forest will be one of the first teams to get through that thing. Finish yeah, they'll be in. Yeah, they'll be in trouble to to about, about February, late February, and then that's when they'll get yeah. two or three wins, and then they'll, they'll end up like fourteenth, thirteenth, something boring like that. Yeah, right, I think we'll, so too. Because they're really not bad. On. And they have, uh, Gibbs White is class as well. Gibbs, yeah, Morgan Gibbs White is, is actually class. class. Right, the predictions we had for that game, we all got the result right, of course, mm-hmm. and no one got it spot on because I predicted six nil. Uh, Ed predicted three <laughs> nil. Vic predicted oh, four, fucker. and Spencer predicted three-one. You madman! Oh, they were never scoring. Almost <laughs> <laughs> in, in, yeah. in, in that second half. In that second half, yeah, yeah, mate, for to sure. To be fair, but yeah, no one got it right. Ah, Lolo's. Right. I've got written down here doing our our clubs because we have ben yeah, you know what, and United City. <laughs> the rest of the game is boring as well. So we can move on to the <laughs> next one on the list, which is Chelsea Villa. Um, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually manage yeah. to get to watch the game because it wasn't on TV. Um, yeah. The derby wasn't at the time, but I watched the highlights, and it was just another one of those games where we had chances, chances. Um, Villa were always going to be the better. I think Villa were always going to be the better side. Yeah, I was expecting that. I, I predicted a Villa win, didn't I? Um, but yeah, it was one of those where I'm not surprised we didn't win, really, because we just get used to it nowadays. Our home record's been a bit <laughs> um, I saw a stat that says like, we've, had, we've had six wins in 2023 or something. That, that is so stupid. Six, I thought it was yeah. five wins. 
Don't you have zero like, goals in September oh, as well? The, yeah, I mean, we had one yesterday, but the, in the league, the bright, oh, the bright, G6. <laughs> that yeah, is mad. I mean, That's wild. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Arsenal levels up when they were bad under Wenger, Emery. Um, I never thought I'd really get to this, but to this level, but. Yesterday's win, you know, sort of. I wouldn't say really. I'm going to get carried away by yesterday's win because it's Carabao Cup against the Brighton, who rotated a lot, and even they should have had a um, few goals as well. But yeah, I mean, the Villa game, it didn't really shock me in a way. I just saw the result and I was like, it is what it is. I mean, it's embarrassing. Well, yeah. as a <laughs> we do podcast. sing the praises of Villa on this podcast. We know we know how, how much we love them on it. And um, mm. it kind of is. We did come into the game expecting Villa to win. Um, I think all of us, I think most people that watch football expected Villa to come out of that game more challenging because obviously you are at Stamford Bridge, so you are at home, but we know how Chelsea have been this season and Villa have been looking good. So, yeah, it didn't surprise me either. I'm not going to lie, the result, it didn't, it didn't surprise me. Yeah, Villa are a proper yeah, team. It's a nice goal though, Watkins. They've got team cohesion. Yeah, the goal was good um, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't really... To be fair, looking back, I can't really remember the goal. Was it? Uh, oh, it was that really Diaby uh, plays it through, yeah, and he yeah. blocks it and then he finishes it a second time. Um, I've got a few, I've got another little um, stat here as well about Chelsea. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to my Twitter timeline, but I've got some Chelsea stats. Uh, the only two teams in the Premier League this season that should have won all their games on XG is Man City oh, and Chelsea. City and Chelsea, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's mad. And the, the maddest thing about this is, with when you look at underlying numbers and XG and stuff like that, you can view it in two ways. Like on the one hand, you can be like, well, the team's doing the right things, obviously making chances. Things are happening. Yeah, they're defending all right, but maybe they're just getting unlucky. Maybe they're about out of form and that you'd think that hopefully that if their luck changes, then all of a sudden you'll see the results completely change and they'll just get that, that run of grass going. But on the other hand, what it means is you should have won every game and you've managed to not even be close on most of them. And like, I think the longer that lasts, the harder and harder it's going to be to overcome. Like, if you continue to struggle to score goals in the league, especially if you hit like November, December, and you're still really struggling to score goals in the league, you actually could be on for a 10th place finish. Like, because it's just, I think it becomes a mental block after a while. And, and all the players you're buying, come out of their clubs in great form and they just seem to get worse and worse and worse and worse. We were bantering a bit about Enzo before the game. He does not look good at the moment. Like, no one on your team looks particularly good, like. And I just think the longer it lasts, yeah, the more and more you're going to struggle. Yeah, I think it's just, final third especially, we, it's always like, whenever we get through one goal, we're never convinced that we're actually going to score. We we'll always manage to mess it up one way or another. Um, defensively, I think don't think we've been that bad defensively. We kept a few clean sheets, but that's been when we can't score anyway. So it'd be like the odd nil nil draw or whatever. But yeah, I think there have been a few decent plays, especially yesterday. Cole Palmer, whenever he's played, he's been decent. I mean, he's not scored, but he's had a few, couple of assists now. Um, Jackson scored yesterday. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to get carried away by that or anything. <laughs> but there have been a few. Colwell's been good. Disas has been decent. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of, I mean, we still keep off forgetting, we do still have like 10, 11 players injured. Um, United have a ton of players injured as well, don't they? And United yeah, have I think we're 11 or 12. Yeah, I mean, it's mad. Yeah. I mean, we, do, we know we still have the quality to 
out there. That, you know what I mean? Like, we should probably be winning these games. But uh, I just think, uh, for me, I'm just waiting for Kaiseido, Lavi, um, Reece James, Mal Augusto, those types of players to come back. Um, well, Augusto got a red, didn't he? Yeah, Augusto's yeah. out. Augusto's just off of the red. Yeah. What, what did you lot think of that as well? Because I, I got a bit to say about that, but I want to see if I'm just on my own in this. No, I think it's, it's a red, isn't it? I saw, I think I saw just a few Chelsea fans. I saw a few Chelsea fans saying this should, it should be appealed it. and stuff, but I think it was a red. I mean, did he go on his ankle or something? He, when, is it? He well, through, so this, so I think it's a standard red. Is, he, so he slides through, he gets the ball and that pings away, and then as his foot's come through, he, yeah, he catches the uh, Villa player's ankle, studs up. And my problem with this is not that it's a red card because I get that the studs up tackle is a red. Casemiro got the exact same against Southampton last year, hits the ball, but then the foot follows through and studs up, it's a red. Fair enough. My problem <coughs> with this is Alexis McAllister done the exact same thing in the first or second game week and the red gets lifted by the FA. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Like, if I was a che- if I was Chelsea, I'd be going. Well, let's, let me, let us appeal it. If you if you let McAllister off, why? I think if anything, if my memory serves me right, McAllister's one was probably worse. Like, it, he doesn't really get the ball, and he does hit and studs up, and that still got lifted. Um, and just once again, mate, it's the consistency, whether it's VAR or post game, it's just a fucking. It's just annoying, isn't it? It's just it, I'm not even a Chelsea yes. fan, and even I'm a bit aggravated. Even not, as soon as I saw, it, I went. Callas got away with that. Are they going to re- retrospectively lift this? Like, probably not. Uh, I mean, even yesterday against Brighton, right? Um, there was no VAR, so and referee made mistakes. Like, um, Brogier, we played a through ball to Brogier, and he was in his own half, so you can't be offside in your own half. And then straight with the lineman blows for offside, and he was through one one on one. But like, I don't get it because I mean, if it was VAR, you'd they straight away know. They probably didn't know till after the game. And then I mean, stuff like that. I mean, how does that happen? I mean, you got the best league in the world, but the worst referees. Fat referees. It's embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, even um, the game against Villa, or was it the game before? Um, we had like three minutes added on at half time, and then the referee blows. I mean, it was so it was forty eight, but then the referee blew as soon as it hit forty seven. I mean, what? I mean, that's what Reece James got his ban from. Um, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but he got done with improper conduct towards um, the referees um, in the tunnel after the game. And he didn't even play, but obviously, like the frustration is visible because how can these, how can these, how can these giving him a ban? He's not even playing. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's funny, but at the same time, it's so embarrassing. But and yeah. just not get it because it's the best league in the world. How how are they still getting away with it? They, they'll keep defending themselves. Like, um, I see what's that referee called? He got some Sky Sports news. The Dermot Gallagher. Um, uh. And he'll defend them all and. People like, oh, they make mistakes, it's fine, but it's not when you're considering like what's at stake in you know, Premier League football. You can't be making mistakes well, like that. Um, do you remember um do you remember a couple of years ago, I think it was a COVID season and I think it was Sheffield United that ended up getting relegated and Villa stayed up because yeah. there was that goal that went over that the line. Goal line wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. The machine yeah, just wasn't probably. on. Yeah, yeah. Um and that's the that's the thing. Obviously, that's not necessarily a reference error, even though they probably should have looked at it and been like, "Oh no, it has gone over the line." <coughs> but these little these little mistakes, it's hard to see them at the beginning of the season. But by the end of the season, you know, teams that struggle, the, these decisions go against them all season long. You know, by the end, it makes a massive difference. And like, especially if you're, I have seen a lot of people saying that the bigger teams do get favoured, which I do think is true. I think more often than not, you will see the bigger teams have the have it go their way. 
Um, but if you're a fan of one of these smaller teams that get relegated, like them, them, yeah, whether it's a penalty not given or a red card not given or something like that, it makes a massive difference for them and their fans. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, the amount of money the FA has and the reputation has for the league they're they're in. Do you know what I mean? It, we talk about it every week, and the worst part is, I think we've got two more games that I've got things to complain about the ref or VAR. And that's in one game week. We've got three or four calls that are fucking dodgy. Nah, it's terrible, man. It is terrible. I don't like to just talk about it every week, but it's like impossible to not talk about when you talk about the Premier League. No, it's just it's just gone so far away from what it's supposed to be brought in for. Especially brought in for clear and obvious, and now they're taking over absolutely everything. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. So ridiculous. And like like you say, like you say, there's teams that have been relegated because of it. What what needs what unfortunately I think needs to happen is that a league title need, need, needs to get decided on it, and that's when something will happen. That's when something will get looked at it because that's when a Man City will moan about it, or an Arsenal or a Liverpool will moan about it. And then that's when the FA and the Premier League might go, oh, actually, we've balls this up here. But, uh, but, as, but as long as only smaller teams going down, getting relegated, they're not they're not going to worry too much. Yeah, exactly. And that's again, that's the thing, isn't it? Favouring the bigger teams, like you said, if it happens to the bigger team, maybe something happens about it. When it's a smaller team, they don't care. Um, mm. What was I going to say then as well? You kicked something in my brain. Yeah, um, I was listening to uh, Football Daily. I don't know if you guys listen to them on YouTube. They're pretty good. They do a lot of good stuff. And... Um, they were saying about like handballs that get given out because there's one in a few games we talk about that's terrible. Yeah. And like the handball rule, yeah. And I'd never even thought about this. And he said it, he went, the handball rule was brought in to stop people from picking the ball up, running down the pitch and fucking kicking it in the net. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't brought in for when a fucking striker boots a ball at you and it's going at 30 miles an hour towards you, you twist the thing and it hits your hand. It wasn't, it's not made for that. It's made for like blatant swiping of the ball or picking up of the ball or something yeah. like that. And these yeah. little trivial ones that are getting given, they're just a bit painful, aren't no. they? Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're brought in to stop to stop like to, to stop like that Luis Suarez tight one in the World Cup back in like 2010 yeah. or whatever it was when he was on the line. <laughs> but it's supposed to stop that. But but but, but I, I was I, I was listening I listened to um Alan Shearer and Mika Richard and Lineker's podcast West is Football and and they was going they was going on about it the other day and and and, and I, think, I, think, I think I think I think I think the think the one we're going to talk about later it, it hits the guy's hand at like 0.2 seconds after after it's hit his foot and it's like how are you supposed to react to that. Yeah. How are you supposed? How on earth are you supposed to to react to that? And and th- th- that one, they've gained no advantage from it. They've got nothing from it, and it's just they've they've twisted themselves in circles trying to make it perfect. When when like ten ten years ago, before they started mucking about of it, it was fine. Nobody nobody argued this much about it. They've brought in more arguments by trying to bring in VAR and everything on all this. Looking at it, it's it's it is it is absolutely Mate. ridiculous. It is stupid. Mate, United. United have done for it in the Champions League as well. The penalty we gave to Bayern, the cross has come in, mm. Ericsson's turned round, the bloke's headed it down onto him from less than a metre away and it's hit his hand and it's like, yeah, his hand is out in all fairness, so I see that. But at the same time, he's fucking turning following a ball like that and it's headed straight back down to him. Like, how fast do you think these players are? Do you think they're the fucking the flash? Like, they can't just fucking zip their arms to their body in like 0.01 of a second. Like, it's just so difficult. And I think when you're given these tight, tight calls and it does make such a big difference, especially when it comes to cup, cup competitions as well. Jesus, you know what I mean? Mm. Decisions like that, if that's a later game in the Champions League, you know, people are fucking up in arms about it. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe should we move on to that game that we are talking about the penalty there? Because 
it is terrible. And uh, I don't know if anyone has picked up it. It's uh, Loot and Wolves 1-0. Uh, just before we move on, though, I've got the predictions Ooh. from last week. Oh, okay. We need to quick go through because we're doing a point system now. We don't want to lose out on points. Uh, everyone got right. a point except for Spencer. Oh, I celebrated too early. You predicted 1-0 Chelsea. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you stink, I, I was trying to be clever. I was trying to be um, clever. Vic got three because he predicted Villa That's one Chelsea now. I was telling you last time. We all slated him for not backing his team. We yeah. actually did. <laughs> did a whole Instagram post about it and he's right the whole time. So, <laughs> my bad. You just got to say my bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah, so we'll move on to, yeah, Luton one, Wolves one. Obviously, Luton will be absolutely buzzing to actually manage to get a point in the Premier League. It looked like it was going to be an impossible challenge for them at one point. Um, obviously, it's against 10 men as well. Uh, the red card, I thought, was a, was a bit harsh, potentially. It's a bit double jeopardy because... The Luton player, I can't remember who I can't remember who it is, but he's obviously tackling him and he's like locking his legs up so he can't move away. But then he as he's rolling away, he does kick out at him. So I see why it's given, but at the same time, like the Luton player is winding him up by like keeping his legs locked down. Um Luton had twenty shots and managed to get four on target, That's which is crazy. not great. Shot conversion. Nah. And one of those shots on target was the penalty, which we will talk about straight away. Like we were just talking about then, but what was it, Spencer? 0.2 seconds between his foot and yeah. his arm. Yeah. Literally, the, for anyone who hasn't seen what it. What can you do? The ball is crossing the outside of the box. I think it's the left back or it's one of the midfielders has dropped in for Wolves. He's put it's on the ground. He's put his foot out. His arm is, it's hit his foot that's on the ground. His arm is all the way up above his head and it's just pinged up. I think he might have even hit his knee as well and then gone up and hit his hand a metre and a half, two metres away from where his foot is with no ability to expect what was going to happen there and loot and get the penalty and i think if i'm a wolves fan i'd be fuming mate i'd be feeling very hard done by because that 10-man team should have won great goal from pedro neto and another dodgy var decision makes a big difference in a game yeah yeah, yeah it's, an, it, it, it's, it's another one that's gone against wolves what are we six, six weeks in and we're already what two two big decisions that have gone against wolves and wolves are one of those teams who i think we've all said could be in danger of going down and so those so those two games could be very different if if those two decisions had gone had, had gone the the correct way so it's it, so they they are a team who, are, who does a right to be very very angry about it because 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 they was decent against Man U should, should should have had the penalty in that one and then and then have had this one given against them which which luckily for them luckily for them hasn't ended up costing them too much but but it's it's another awful decision and yeah 0.2 seconds between between hitting the guy's foot and hitting his arm and the balls come at him from like a meter meter away when the guys kicked it what there needs to be some common sense there needs to be some common sense in the in the game i don't i don't know i don't know what you do <coughs> I, don't, I don't know what you do the, the guy who's in charge of the referees i can't remember his name right now but he's come out and he, he said that he would like more people that have been involved in football to start doing refereeing and maybe maybe that is what we need we need we need we need like more ex we need like we need like ex-pros to come in after they've retired and to and to and to do it so that they've actually got some kind of common sense but you would think even 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 any referee would, would would be able to see that that 
is not a that is not a penalty. And even and even if he thinks it is, someone in the VAR should be going to him. Uh, actually, mate, uh, clear and obvious. Can can you have a butcher's at this on your your little takeaway screen, please, mate? Can you have a look at this? And then <laughs> and then, and then you can see it. And then because you, you'd be able to see it in like in like one or two replays time. That 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 is not a penalty. And it is it is getting it's getting to the point where it's causing more arguments than could than what it's than what it was brought in to stop because it was brought in to stop all this controversy thing. But it's just causing more. And I think if it carries on this season, there needs to be some serious think about maybe taking it away for a year, having another having another look at it in like these meaningless international games or whatever, and and then maybe bringing it back when you, when you've refined it because there is too much money and too much on it for most for Premier League teams and it's. And it is just, it is just, it's just ridiculous. And it's, it's, it's going to come to a point where, like, a World Cup final or something is going to be decided on it, and it's, it's going to happen. And, and it's just, it needs to be sorted before it gets to that point. Do you think? Do you think that maybe the needs are introduced? Because I said, Ben, I think I was speaking about with you in the first week or second week or something about how with offside when they do VAR offside. It's never really correct because there's one frame where the ball is on the player's foot and the next frame the ball is yeah, yeah. however far away from the player's foot when they pass it. So which frame technically is when the ball's left their foot? And so really there should be an allowance of that distance on, on the player being offside or not because you can't tell exactly when that person's offside. And you think that maybe with hand, like this is the thing with VAR, the reason it doesn't work is because the rules aren't tight enough. Like they, are, they actually aren't. If you're going to try and break it down, that precisely you need the rules to be precise and so maybe in a situation like that with with the hand they need to they need to set like a distance or a speed of ball travel or something like that to say if a person if a defender is within two meters of the attacker and the ball is traveling over this speed and they haven't intent like of clear and obviously intentionally blocked it that we just got to not give them because yeah it is it is crazy to give them and we've seen the two in the last week at least and there's probably people in other leagues as well who have seen it happen to them. Like, I don't know. Not good stuff, is it? It's just not yeah. good stuff. There is just one thing I want to say on VAR. Yeah? And um, me and my dad, we were watching the City game last night. And one of the commentators said that there is no VAR in the FA Cup or the EFL until the semi-final. What's the point of that? But yeah. they bring it in in the last three games of the thing. And you know if something happens in one of those games where VAR comes in, it's a dodgy decision nothing good's going to come from it like they need to just stick to having it or not having it they've done that in the prem they start to having it but in the efl they don't have it until the semi-final i find that weird i don't know they need to actually get rules for var they need to stick like what spencer was saying just put it into one league for a while see what happens because there's not been very many good var decisions in the premier league it's weird like it Literally by the by the basis of it itself, they have it's always a tight call, and generally if it's always a tight call, it's a it's a fifty fifty, isn't it? It's a flip of a coin. Like, is the is the ref in a bad mood that day, or is he feeling generous? Like, does he know somebody likes that team? He doesn't want to break their arm. Yeah. Like, it, 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 yeah, it's um, it's just a constant struggle. But um, yeah, to actually talk about the game itself, Pedro Neto is a fucking class award. He's unreal. He's good. I think he's on. I think it's one one goal, four assists, or he might be on two goals now. Um, and I think if Wolves, like we said, potentially could be struggling a bit at the bottom of the table this year, they have been struggling to score goals. If Pedro Neto can find a bit of format and get 10, 15 goals, then Wolves will be fine. They will be. Well, yeah. If he he does deserve a move away though. 
It's kind of like that Nunes that's just joined us. He deserved a move away. He was too good for Wolves. And Neto, I'm not wrong, though, but like Neto, he needs to leave Wolves. But where would he go? That's the thing. There's not many teams that are in need of a player like him right now. And then that kind of leaves him just stuck at a, at a team that's struggling like this when you know he's so much better. Like that goal, he ran, paced out one of the players, took him on, took on another one, then put it past a keeper. Like not many players can do that. And you know what I mean? He's 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 a serious player. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who he could move to in the Premier League. I mean, Spurs, maybe, maybe a Brentford. Spurs. I don't know, I think, I don't know if he's. I think, think if I stand back up or something. Maybe I just don't know if he's quite. He's good, but I don't know if he's quite that level. And a, and there's always a big jump in pressure as well when you move from a team like Wolves, like a bigger team like that. The pressure is quadruple the amount to get results and play well. If anything, he'd probably be better off going to another league if he wants to play for a top team. I think. Yeah. yeah. But they've got Podence too, who was quite decent a few years ago. Nah, I think he's out with he, injury. I, nah, he's on loan. He's on loan back to Olympiacos. I heard that today and I was like, what? I didn't even realise that. And I heard that and went, fucking what? Why have they done that? He's like one of their best attacking players <laughs> and seen that's desperate for good attacking players. And yeah, he's actually back on loan at Olympia because they're like, why? I don't really get it when Prem teams loan players because I just think, mm. like, maybe loan in, but what, unless they're like a youth player, like, why are you loaning them out? Why yeah, why would you loan one of your players? Best, like, yeah. just sell them, sell them if you don't want them and put a buyback clause if you think they could get good again. Like, but yeah weird one I didn't even realise that till today and I was literally like taking the piss that's mental why would they do that but that's Wolves <laughs> they love to not score goals Um, talking about not scoring goals Palace Fulham nil-nil boring as fuck boring um, awful game awful Fulham. game Fulham did make some chances to be fair and I ha- you have to give a shout out to Sam Johnson a goal ex-United player he actually did make some good saves but and then Eze looked nice with a couple of dribbles. Edouard did all right, but yeah, very boring. No, Fulham yeah, for just Palace. I mean, last season Fulham were decent. They were winning games, but now they're just now they've well fallen off, haven't they? Mitrovic, yeah, and the team got pulled apart. Mitrovic and a lot of their players got sent to Saudi Cali League or whatever. Uh, yeah, and they're just losing players and. It's like Mitrovic, oh, so yeah, it's weird, but um, yeah, it is expected yeah, I, though. The thing is, it's a, it's a tough game really because like, like it's hard to say who really got a good result there. Like Fulham won't be unhappy with a, with a point away from home. I don't think Palace would be annoyed about getting a point at home, but you'd probably expect them to win that game. I think. I think I'll probably predict the Palace win. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's I, 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 I think it's one of those I think it's one of those games where the fans of both teams and both teams themselves are gonna be happy to just just to get it over and done with. Nobody's lost. Nobody's lost. You've got a point, you can move on and you can get get to games you might be a little bit more excited about. Yeah, for sure. To be fair, we actually didn't do our uh, prediction points for loot and wolves as well. Your Andrew, transition what, was too smooth. Out. I couldn't I, know, I couldn't I interrupt it. <laughs> it was just I had it wrong. Uh, well, we can do both because it's such a boring game. I don't want to talk about Palace Fulham anymore. <laughs> we can do both now. Uh, the loot on Wolves, I was the only one that got a point. I only got one. It... Yeah, Spencer said 1 0 Luton, and you and Vic said 1 0 Wolves. I said 0 0. 
So guy, fair play. Ball knowledge. But then this one, um, Vic's the only one I got points, and he got it spot on. No, <laughs> so, no. Yeah, Mate, nil, Vic nil. Smoking us right now, <laughs> Jesus. He knows nil, nils. Oh, he knows no. what nil, nils are. <laughs> what was the other predictions then? What the rest of us? Um, Palace win. I said three-one Palace, <laughs> and you and Spencer said two-nil Palace. Oh, hey, we should, they should have won. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, not not good from Palace really. They're so tough to predict Palace. Some yeah. weeks they look class, and some weeks they look fucking terrible. You remember last season? Uh, so. You remember last season with the fresh leads five one, um, Eze and who was it? Elise yeah, yeah, yeah. Smashing it, weren't they? But then yeah, they're a bit inconsistent, are they? But I think it's expected. Mate, there's even a guy. There was a game a couple of weeks ago, mate. I think they won when like Mateta, Eze, and Eduard were linking up, like playing tiki taka, mate. Like Roy Hodgson, tiki taka, doing bits, man. I was like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on here? And I thought maybe if Palace is good enough at the back and they can just keep knocking it about, they'll win some, they'll get some good results. But then, yeah, in that game, they just seemed pretty quiet, mate. And just got outshot a lot by um, Fulham. And last note on that game before we do move on, Raúl Jiménez, mate, is becoming like a centre forward. He, the two best things I've seen from this season was a cross in this game that Pereira should have stood in for at the back post. He literally zips it across the goal, like so close. All Pereira has to do is get anything on it and it goes in. And there was that one a couple of weeks ago, he did that Rabona cross that was unreal, that just, just went across everyone. Yeah, didn't get, no one got on it. Um, Jimenez needs a Jimenez next to him to finish off Jimenez crosses, it feels like. <laughs> Jimenez, You're not wrong Jimenez you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, the next game. Oh, Benji's cutting again. Benji's got some dodgy Wi-Fi. Would you say jump into the hammers, are we? Yeah, we'll move on to the um, Liverpool-West Ham. Um, let's, let's pass over to our West Ham specialist um, live. Yeah, let's get the specialist involved in this one. Because... I'll tell you that. Well, it was... I don't know. It was a funny game. It was a funny, funny game. But um, I thought we was we was lucky. We was lucky to get in at half time, one one, one one. I think because because we we wasn't we wasn't great in the first half. I, I remember I, I remember I remember thinking we we have we have we have not been good here. But just, we've not been good here. We we also gave away the penalty. Nathan Agurd or Nayufa Agurd, sorry, gave it gave it away, and and that's what Agurd kind of does. Agurd has got a mistake in him in like every single game. He's good with he's good he's good with the ball. He's he's a good ball playing defender, but he's got a mistake in him where he can give away a penalty or he can give away a big foul or something like that. So so he, he did it again. I, I don't think I've got too many complaints about a penalty from what I, from, from what I can remember of it. I don't I don't remember thinking I don't remember thinking at the time that oh we've been hard done by or anything. So so I can't complain too much about it. And Mohamed Salah got his what got his what tenth goal against us I think it is something stupid like that because he because it because he loves scoring against us and so and so yeah he scored a penalty and then uh, and then after after that for the next like 10, 15 minutes Liverpool were like all over us and they they looked comfortable they looked they looked decent and then kind kind of against the run of play Jared Bowen got his got his fourth away goal of the season for us. He equaled in a record for us that goes back to 1929, I think it was. Uh, Vic, Vic Watson's record back in 1929. The first player the first player to score four four away goals in a row for us. 
So, so that, so that was awesome. That was awesome. Derek Bowen having another good performance. Although well, I'm a little bit gutted. I'm a little, I'm a little bit gutted. He, he, he had a good, little bit gutted. He had a good performance today because there's rumours that if Salah goes, Liverpool are going to want Bowen. So I, was, I so I was, I was a little bit disappointed that he turned it on, and and kind of showed Klopp how good he is. So I was like, oh, don't don't do that. No, no, not this week, not this week. But <laughs> but he got us the equaliser. We went in at half time one one. Lucky. Lucky, I thought, but then, but then I thought, oh, we, we might might actually be okay here. And then second, and then second half, let me just let me let me just get my notes up. Let me just let me just get my notes up here for it. And then I thought because I thought we looked, I thought I, I, I thought we looked okay. But then obviously Nunes, obviously Nunes got his goal, got his goal on like the hour mark, and a very very decent goal for Nunes from what I remember. And then we we just saw we just we just sort of like lost lost heart after that. I thought I thought I thought we kind of went a, a little bit quiet. We went we went a little bit quiet, and we brought we brought on Kudos for the last like twenty five minutes or whatever. But Kudos again looked looked quiet. But, but I think that's more just because he, he didn't really get much of a sniff uh, again, and so and and so then obviously Liverpool made it three one late on, and I don't know. I think I think it was I think it might have been our worst performance of, of the season so far. I think because I thought I, I thought we was better. I, I thought we was better the week before against, against Man City, but but three one against Liverpool we moved. Again, it's it's another one of those big teams who you're kind of hoping we might get something against, but can't really expect. Can't really expect it that much at a sort of level we're at right now, but and all and also and also obviously we'd played on a Thursday beforehand, so maybe that maybe that helped a little bit for us to be a little bit knackered towards the end because because I think in Europe we went we went with a really strong team in that game, which kind of surprised me. So um, do you so, want to so, one day so, test then? Seeing as you played on Thursday. And then on the side. Yeah, uh, it, uh, Friday, Friday rest, Saturday rest. We it, we was on we was on at two o'clock on the on the oh, Sunday. Sunday. So because yeah, yeah, because I yeah, because yeah, because I I yeah, because I had that on on the laptop and the North London derby on 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 the TV at the same time. We, so, so yeah, so so yeah, so, so yeah, we went for a really strong team in York, which maybe was a bit of a mistake, I, I think, in retrospect, because even our backup team should should have won that game in Europe. So, and I, I maybe would have focused more on the Premier League, but but oh well, we've we've lost two Premier League games in a row now, but but we've got Sheffield United next, which we should we should should be winning but we but but you never know it is so west ham that after what happened to sheffield united they'll come and they'll come and beat us 2 or 3 nil so we've got that coming up on sunday i think it is so so that'll be that that that'll be an interesting one but yeah but a disappointing result but can't really can't really complain can't really complain too much we're not quite at liverpool's level just yet yeah i've yeah, got, I've got I, yeah yeah <laughs> You um, you had the early chances, mate. To be fair, there was two chances outdoors, and the first yeah, one I want to say yeah, yeah. is that you are completely correct about Antonio. I was just about that to say a that stinking miss for that header, and all I thought yeah. I just put I written Antonio stinking miss of header. Maybe you should focus yes. on football rather than his podcasts because that I blanked was, it out. That I blanked cool. yes. I, I blanked that out. I, I blanked that out. I always bloody moan about him all week. All week he'd be giving it a big one. I remember saying it to the wife at a time while the game was on. He's been giving it a big one all week. Oh, we're going to finish hiding in Liverpool. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then he has that header. He, easiest header. And he should have bloody put it away. And, ah, oh, but he just sell him. Just get, get him out of my football club. <laughs> I think he's a funny guy. 
And like when he does that oh. stuff, you kind of think, oh, you can't back up what you're saying online. Yeah. You can't. But he, if, if, he, yeah. if he wants to be funny, let him let him go, go, go up to Scotland and play, play in fucking Edinburgh. He can, he can go, go do the comedy festival once a year. <laughs> um, I'm sure, sure there's a football team up there well. that will take him. Um, that Nunez goal, I mean, that, that game, Nunez, is just so classic, Darwin Nunez. There's a reason people take a piss. Five or ten minutes before he scores that goal, which is a difficult goal to score, he catches it so nicely over his shoulder, cross goal, right foot volley. He misses a stinker like five or ten minutes before it. Like he misses like a good chance and he just like. And he did it against Newcastle as well, I think. He scored two ridiculous goals, but missed like the easiest chance he had. And he's just the maddest player ever because he doesn't score easy goals. He only scores like crazy goals. He's like, yeah, he like yeah. scores YouTube goals only. It's so weird. I don't understand. I don't really understand it. Do you think that maybe like he overthinks it or something? Because it's the only reason I can think in my head that he misses one-on-ones or like normal chances. But those like crazy ones where it's just a pure instinct catch it bang and it's in they're the ones he scores so do you think it do you think yeah maybe it's a mental thing and he's overthinking the easier chances yeah i think he'll always be like this though you know i don't think he'll ever become this clinical you know striker that will score like one in one in one basically i think he'll always be one of those where he'll miss that easy chance but then he'll score the hard one that you were expecting to score um but he's an interesting player i mean it's fun to watch it's fun to watch it's got a pay it's got Bit of everything really that you want mm. from a chaotic striker, but in a good way. Yeah, and, you can, yeah, and, you, you, and, yeah. and you, you can kind of look at it the other way as well. Yeah, he might miss the easy one, but he's not not like other strikers, other players who who, who, who might miss the easy one, and then that that might affect him mentally, and that might get in his head. It's it's, it's like it's like Alan, like Alan Shearer says says in his podcast as well. He, he's all, he's always like Nunes, so he's always like Nunes because he says says that Nunes get, always gets in the positions to score, whereas whereas other strikers may, maybe don't, and he's always there and thereabout. Like he, I don't think he's a player who's ever going to have a quiet game. There's always going to be something to talk about with Nunes after a game, whether it's he scored two crackers goal or two cracking goals, or he's always missed one easy one from seven yards out. But at least he's getting in those positions, and there's always going to be a Nunes talking point after after every single game, pretty much. Benji, have you got anything to say, or should we roll into our predictions? Because I've got a feeling I've got three points on this bad bad. Day. Oh, yeah, I mean, for the for the Liverpool West Ham, there's nothing really much to say. But uh, prediction wise, um, Ed is the only one that got points. Yes. Well done. He said oh, two ones. So shocking, he's lagged out. No, no, I was. I said, oh, do you know what the worst part is? Well, I bet if I watch that video, what I said is. I was going to say 3-1 because Spencer's here. I'll just say 2-1. Why was. did I show any mercy? <laughs> I should have fucking said 3-1 as never, well. Never show mercy. Nah, what an idiot I am. But what, no one else predicted Liverpool win? No, so Vic said 1-1. One, one. Two, two. Spencer 2-2 two, two, and I said 1-0 last time. I knew that fucking there'd be goals. Uh, yeah, fucking, my predictions are... I need to catch bad. up with Vic. <laughs> all right uh, we will move got, on now to three, brentford three everton to i'd say we'll do the boring Shot one the weekend yeah brentford everton couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it i was like when i seen i was i was never gonna watch this match was never gonna even put it on but 
I have obviously FPL checking up on the points. I was like, oh, maybe someone has points. 3 1 Everton. I thought, what is going on after what we That's talk about so... on this podcast? But yeah, no one would have ever said that. But maybe this is a start for Everton's magical comeback. And I mean, Calvert Lewin's back now. Well, yeah, I don't know. Brentford are a good scored. team. Brentford are a good team. Brent- like, we've been saying this. They're not like obviously amazing, well, but they are a a decent team. I don't see them like Brent Brentford yeah, were a good team last season and we have predicted them to do well like every game this year. Exactly. Perhaps it's getting to the point now where they are struggling. That's the struggling. What is it? One win, four draws and two losses. Or something? Oh, no, that's too many games. I think one win, three draws and two losses. I think that's what it is, and that's not great. And they've actually not looked yeah. that convincing as well. Like they've had draws against teams we thought they were going to beat, and Everton, I thought they were going to roll them, mate. And Everton, obviously, they've got Everton have been bought out now, haven't they? Is that a seven-seven gamble, seven-seven-seven yeah. gamble, or something like that? I bought them. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's putting a bit of pump in the team. But I, to be honest, it's it's easy to put a lot of stuff good on Everton because they they obviously got their goals and. Done well. I mean, that goal from the core as well was fucking lovely. Um, and then he hit the frame not long after. But Brentford was just poor, mate. That's what I put it down to more than anything. Brentford were just, and the goals kind of seemed easy, especially the um, the Tarkowski header. Like, Tarkowski had a good game defensively and, and offensively with his goal as well. But he literally scores a header from the centre of the box, like six or seven yards away from the goal from a corner. And like, I just, I just thought. This isn't this is what Brentford do. Brentford are a good team, like they do good things. To concede that kind of goal from a corner does not scream a team that's in good form or in a or in a good mental space because it should have been a lot easier to defend than they made it look. Yeah, that was a weird yeah, one. Yeah, because Brentford are normally solid like that, aren't they? especially defensively. The organisation is normally spot on, but yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I mean, I'm not going to get carried away by Everton though. I mean, fair enough. I was shocked when I saw the mm. score. I mean, three one, fair enough. But I, whoever they got next, they'll probably lose one two nil. Luton, I mean, I'll be surprised to see like a nil nil one one. Um, but in games like that, Everton, if Everton really could improve, they have to win that, don't they? At home, at home to Luton, is it all the way at home? I uh, it's at home. Yeah, I mean, they should be winning that. Yeah. Should be getting the crowd up for that, and they should be getting the three points quite comfortably. But, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm certainly expecting a bit of a ball fest draw. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to get carried away by that um, that previous game, even if they scored three goals. But, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Well, not much to say on that game either. So, we'll go to the predictions. Of course, no one got any points for that. Um we all predicted 2-0 Brentford. It was a group prediction and we all stunk. So, okay. so unlucky for that one. <laughs> um, Beautiful. But yeah, literally, I was just a bit, was a bit surprised, but fair enough. Um, next one we've got written down. Should we go into the better game out of the three? Go into... Uh, we've got two left, haven't we? We've got Bright, is it not? Brighton, Bournemouth. Oh, well, yeah. man, North London Derby still took out. North well. London Derby. Let's move on to that one. We've got the Sheffield oh, Newcastle. Well, yeah, we'll do that dead last last game of the weekend yeah. and the maddest one as well. 
But yeah, North yeah. London derby. Um, fair enough. I'm not going to lie. Tottenham, I came into it, I was thinking they were going to win. Because, but obviously we know what North London derbies are like. The home team's always... Oh, Benji, Benji's a cutter today, isn't he? What? On his fancy gaming PC. He's cut off four times. Yeah, man. Oh, don't say that, don't say that. In the background. (laughs) 738. No, don't say that. Tibalt. Uh, Gaming PCs look like Benjamin Enzo Fernandez. Waste of money. Oh, mate. Don't make me me collapse the gaming PC. Mate, and do you know what I'm actually going to say? Well, great PC, terrible connection. <laughs> mate, Spurs actually, Spurs actually should have won this game, mate. Yeah, more yeah, possession, yeah. more possession at the Emirates, mate. I don't, I don't know if anyone's done that in the last like 12 to 18 months, mate. That's unbelievable. I think they had the Brighton same amount of shots in the end. Yeah, maybe Brighton, but that's like the only other team I can think of even done it. And I thought the penalty was a bit snide, mate, because once again. It's blasted at a defender in the box, and like, how can he move? How can he move his hand out of the way? And just to just to double down, how aggravating that is. He literally the exact same player had the exact same thing happen in the United game when we played them, and it wasn't given as a penalty to United. It's literally the exact same. A shot, hand out, hits it, penalty given to Arsenal, not given to United. And I think Spurs fans well. Maybe you said I got lucky against United and that was a karma to come back. But yeah, man, I that's another one that just it was a great penalty or and it's just not very consistent with the penalties that have been given this season more than anything. Have I gone that time? No way. <laughs> we'll all do it, we're all doing it. Come on. Um, but yeah, Arsenal get a penalty that hasn't been given it hasn't been given before. Seemed to be that every handball in the box was given this this weekend as a penalty, um, and a little bit lucky. And although the first Arsenal goal as well, I don't know who the Spurs left back is at the moment, but fuck me, why would you ever let Saka cut in on his left foot outside the box? Like why? Why would you ever do no. that? No, you wouldn't. Absolutely wouldn't. Um, Romero, Romero is the left back, isn't it? What's not the dog? If we play centre back, he's centre back, isn't he? Oh, okay. is he playing? Was he playing left? Oh, Udogi, Udogi, yeah. yeah. Oh, Udogi, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I just remember, I just remember it. It, it went, it went in off Romero, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Saka's celebration, I found quite funny. <laughs> um, during Madison's celebration, <laughs> Madison, yeah. what Madison said after the game was funny though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was still celebrating. I spun him for the second goal. Yeah, yeah, class. I did quite appreciate that from old matters. That's what you need, though. I I like that. It's quite funny. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up from this game David Raya starting over Ramsdale. You see Ramsdale doing that clap? Yeah. When he was on the bench. Yeah, shambles. Maybe we said about this a bit first. How weird it is. Such a weird signing. And I said, I think it's because actually I don't think he rates Ramsdale that much. And there's a lot of... Everything that's been shown. Mate, Ramsdale's lucky. Ramsdale's lucky he's English because all the English press are like still backing him because they love an English player yeah. over a foreign player always. Mm. But in reality, if he was if he was Spanish or something, they'd all be saying, 
get him out and get Riot, Riot playing every game. Because I think Riot is the better keeper. And he does make a f- couple really good saves in that game as well. Um, there's that one, isn't it? It comes out that Brendan, the, the Brendan Johnson header, mate. And he's literally at the front post and manages to get all the way back across and gets to it yeah. as well. It's a oh, really good save, good save from Riot. Yeah, man. He um, definitely got less mistakes in him than Ramsdale has. So I think he's a safer, safer choice, really, for now. It's weird though, because like Ramsdale, he never did anything like majorly wrong. Like well, right. he obviously he do do the odd few like saves, dodgy saves or dodgy kicks. But yeah, as an overall keeper, yeah, as an overall keeper, I don't think he was like end all keeper. Like, I think he was okay. Like, I didn't think they needed an upgrade, but obviously it seems like he did. But even with Ryder, he's not really like an amazing keeper. I don't think he's a massive step up from Ramsdale. So, doing uh, really many top goalkeepers on the market though, is there like world class, mm, elite level? Well, so. Raya didn't seem to be on the market, and then out of nowhere, he got a loan deal for him. So, yeah, he was, that, he was meant to be going to Spurs, wasn't he? I think originally he was going to Spurs the whole time, and then um, I think Spurs weren't up for paying the 28 million or whatever it was. So that's why Spurs signed Vicario instead because he Vicario was on like 10 or 15. Sold. Yeah, he's been really, yeah, he, Vicario has been really good, man. He's made some really big, actually he had a good save in this game as well, quite early doors. Um, and just because Chelsea are so bad, let's talk about two terrible Chelsea midfielders in this game. Jorginho getting robbed horribly for Spurs second goal. Oh. Like, really so yeah. bad. And and that that's one of them goals. Like, as an Arsenal, if I was an Arsenal fan, mate, I'd be fucking seething. I'd be so aggravated with that because there's no need as well. He has passing options. Like he could literally just do like a simple little sideways pass. Like it's boring watching a sideways pass, but I'd rather him do that than get robbed like that. And another terrible ex Chelsea midfielder, mate, Havertz. It's just not. It's just not good, mate. It just isn't know, good we, we all knew this. Like, yeah. what are Arsenal doing, mate? Why do Arsenal love to buy Chelsea players when they're on downhill, David or like Louise, when they're just not even that good? Yeah, man. Well, you look at a, a lot of players. Well. Yeah, like Jesus, they brought him in as a striker, and he was playing on the wing. For you know what? Wait, did you see his see miss? Thing, did you see his miss after he robbed Madison? Yeah, that's Not what I'm saying. That for a striker, Scott, Scott, like, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of players that they bring in as a striker. It's weird. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why we still, got rid of him. I still think though, like <laughs> for Arsenal, right? To be in North London derby and you're at home. You, you, I was expecting Arsenal to win just because of the home advantage, really. And like Spurs, you have to give credit to Spurs because away from home, normally the Spurs in the past over the years under Nuno and whoever Conde, they'd always come up to the Emirates and lose. But you straight away saw Spurs coming out and talking, doing the, you know, Postecoglou was talking before the game about how you're going to see this, you know, hungry on the front foot side and the way. Yes, so yeah, I give credit to Spurs really more than Arsenal because. I'd expect Arsenal oh, to win at home like that. Mate, like I said, I think, yeah. I think the Arsenal penalty was I think the Arsenal penalty was lucky. Yeah, Spurs had more of a possession. They didn't end up having the same shots or whatever, but I predicted Spurs win, mate, and I thought Spurs are the better team right now. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think Spurs fans would be that annoyed because really going to the Emirates and getting draw is not a bad result with how good they are at it? the moment. No, not at all. Um and they'll definitely be thinking when they go to the fucking Spurs, they'll oh, yeah. turn them over and because Arsenal haven't been, like, we have said it a lot of weeks, haven't we? Like Arsenal have actually got good results so far this season. They've not been that convincing. They've they've not been like no. they were at the beginning of the last season. That's for sure. Yeah, they lost that. They lost that bit of bite in midfield. I think since Havertz come in. I mean, I don't. I think they need to just get him out of midfield and just have him as like a sub 
or just have him playing off the wing. I don't even know. There isn't really a position for him that I'll look at. But, no, um, no. yeah, I think credit to Postacoglu anyways, because he's straight away coming to Spurs and he's got them playing prop. He's got them playing properly from the start. So, big question of if he can actually keep it up throughout the season, because it's easy to start well and just drop off it, um, from November, December. But I, I can see them carrying on because they're a proper team. They've got the, the, the players that can get them through. So, yeah. I think I think the thing that would hold back Spurs would be injuries because I think if Madison, Madison, Basuma, Son, 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 yeah, Romero is very rash and obviously he's quite unlucky in this game that he's had no goal and given a penalty, but I think he is still like their main defender. Still solid, yeah. I think if one or two of those four go, then I think that's when they'll struggle a bit. But Madison has. Been a bit bad for injuries, isn't he? Even at Leicester, like he did yeah. miss quite a few games last year. Um, but as long as they can keep them guys fit, then Spurs can be very good this year. But yeah, one long term injury to Madison, and then like I don't know, Basuma yeah, gets no a red depth. card or something, then then they struggle, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's the biggest thing be managing those first team players. They're not in any European competition, are they, Spurs? I don't think no. so. Last year. They're not in the conference. No, I uh, don't Villa, think so. Villa no, Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, Villa and Brighton are in that. Yeah, and Liverpool in the Oprah, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think I don't think Spurs are in any of them. So it might that actually might help them a little bit with the with the lighter team. And and mm. seems stupid to go out of the FA Cup or the EFL Cup early because obviously Spurs fans be dying for a trophy. But you know, maybe just getting in the Champions League, getting that little boost of money, spending a bit more next year to. Bring in some, bring in some like sub in players and rotation, and then next year they could actually do some damage, mate. If Pascal can keep them playing the way they are, because they are fucking brilliant to watch at the moment. Instant impact in it. Mhm. Big time. But yeah, on that game predictions wise, um, Ed got it spot on. Two two. Did I? Oh, catching up to me now. <laughs> Get in! Get in! <laughs> so excited for that. But I thought I put I thought I said two one Spurs as well. I'll fucking change my mind. Get in! What a boy! Nah, I said two one Spurs and Vic and Spencer said two one Arsenal. So, oh, so yes. <laughs> fucking come on, a boys. The game is on. <laughs> this is huge. Two games left in the game week to talk about. Maybe Ed let's, can bring it back and Brighton. <laughs> Right, oh, yeah. you want to let down the results right. then. <laughs> <coughs> right, Brighton. 3 1. Uh, Mitoma, honestly, one of the best players to come from that Brighton team. He is so good. I, yeah. I just wish he was like a bit younger though, because he is like 26, 27. So if he doesn't get a move soon, it could be a bit like, it could be a bit too late. Still he is so years, good. He's still he's, good you reckon? I think he he's needs so speed, good with, with his dribbling play, he yeah. does need speed is the only thing. So when that drops, he might struggle a little bit. But you think he's probably still got at least four or five good years in him. And actually saying all that, I don't think he played as much high-level football when he was younger. I don't. I think he no. was like a third, like a Japanese third division until he was well, like he dropped out. 20s. Yeah, yeah, he dropped man. out and then came back to football. But yeah, so that I think might, he's that might yeah, help. He's him. very good though. 
He came off the bench. Didn't he, he is he very good. Away in the second yeah, half. he was on the bench. He got subbed on for the second half and gets the two goals to win him the game. Like unbelievable. He is just unbelievable. Um, I've got to say though, I don't know what the Brighton keeper was thinking to give uh, Solanke that goal. Like he's like on the edge of his box when all his like. You see goalkeepers come to the edge of the box when their defenders are then like halfway between their, the, the box and the halfway line and all their players are even further away. But literally, he's the, the goalkeeper's in line with Brighton's back line and then just gets pressured off the ball. Oh, nice cat there, Spence. Um, gets pressured off, oh, gets pressured, loses the ball. And Solanke, to be fair, does have a nice little finish to get it in there. Um, I, was quite, I was actually in Brighton on that day, funnily enough. Um, and I was quite surprised when I seen uh, uh, that guy the up. Yeah, I was on the train. I was on the train to Brighton for Mrs. for our anniversary. Didn't even think about the fact they were playing, and fuck me, the train was packed, and they were all just loving life. Um, but yeah, so that was entertaining. Uh, yeah, Matoma, unbelievable. Will he be bought for big money next summer? Sixty million. Has to be. Chelsea, mate. As long as he doesn't go to Chelsea, it's fine. Yeah, but they should be. He will. He will. They should be lining them up, mate. Why not? Off. You desperately need a player that can actually score goals without needing any assistance from his team because he can just dribble through four people and score, and that's what you need at the moment because you just can't manage to get goals. I think he's a city type of winger, you know, in terms of his technical quality on the ball. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but, but now got City signed Doku. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If he didn't sign Doku, then I'd say yeah, he could be on his way to City. But I think because of that, I don't think he, I don't think he goes there. If he played on the right, United would take him, but oh, I don't think he plays on the right. And uh, another player that I thought could be on for a big money move next time as well is Esther Pina, mate. He's looked good again. Oh, another gosh. assist as well from left back. I think he could be getting bought by a big team soon. But probably taking United, maybe if we sold Malice here. Maybe. It could be like a um, Cucurella situation, though, where he looks good true. at Brighton and then he'll move and he's just bang average. That's well, I hope it's not like that. You could, you, you could say that with Matoma as well. No, I think Matoma Matoma shows it. It's so hard for a defender, though, to be good in front of everyone when you've got, like, players around you, and especially when you don't have to defend as much. But Matoma is showing that he can take on a lot of players. Didn't he, like, absolutely just run past um, Wan-Bissaka last season? This season? Last season? I think one of the games he played, and... He just yeah, but right. yeah, he did. I think it was this season, but then there was but last I mean, season that's hard played, to do. And he literally yeah, but last season he played the thing in the FA Cup, but he didn't have a sniffle game. Well, it's like a dead pocket in that whole game, and I think he ran past him once in the game when he beat us three one this year, but he didn't actually didn't actually get anything from it. But I mean, even yesterday, yesterday he played and um, we had Kukure on the right, um, so he was playing that right right back, and Tommy didn't really get much out of him. Um, and Kukurela did decent up against him. And Kukurela was playing on the right. He never played on the right um, on the defence. And So, yeah, I think Mitoma has that odd game where he's not going to really be at it, but, you know, he's still a top player. I can see him going... I, can, I don't know why, but I can see him going to Bayern in the summer. Even Do they even need him? But I don't know. But I can just see him going to Bayern 60 million somewhere like that. I hope he doesn't. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and what do you reckon? Brighton for Champions League next year? I mean, the way they're no, playing... I don't think so. Nah. No, you know what I mean? Nah. No. Nah. Really? It's they're a five Champions League spots. The only teams you could even say have been better than so far this season is City, Arsenal, Spurs, 
and maybe Liverpool, but Liverpool have been dodgy at the back as well. Like, and I don't think there's much gap between them and Liverpool, really, at, right, with the way they're playing at the moment. You you no, put Brighton right over your own, out over United. Fucking right, mate. They play a lot better football than us. They're a lot more organised than we are. You, uh, yeah, yeah, and they've only, they've only got really Hoyland up, up front, who's not Premier League experience yet. But I still, yeah, but, but I, I, I still, I, I still, still fancy Newcastle to be up and around there as well. They'll sort, yeah. they'll, they'll sort themselves mm. out, and they'll get, they'll, they'll get themselves back up, back up and around those Champions League, Champions League spots. Yeah, maybe I don't know, man. I, I think Brighton have been real, real good so far this season. I think that underlying as well as the actual gameplay, I think has done them really well. And I don't know why it'd be. I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility, mate. Like the way they're racking up points not, at the moment. It's not. I, 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 suppose, I, think, I think it depends how, how how far they go in the in the conference in the conference league as well. Because obviously that'll be extra games, and they'll start and they'll start playing their their better players in in, in the later games as, as if they go deep in that. So so so, so that, that's that's going to be a, a big true. factor as well. Spurs, Something Spurs as well with Ange, they could they could be around there. Do you reckon that? Um, do you reckon that Brighton win the Conference League then? So you reckon, well, you reckon they're at least nailed on for Europa League either by winning the Conference League or by finishing in them slots? I think they'll finish in the Europa yeah. League spots. They should. Yeah, they should. Yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, they should be around there. It, it, it'll be it'll be tough because there's quite a few teams that should be in in and around the old Europa League spots. But they'll they they will be one of them that will be around there. Oh, right. Uh, so, what was our predictions actually for that game, Benji? Three uh, one was the final result. So we all got one point. Got a point. We all predicted Brighton. Uh, me and Vic predicted three nil, which is close. Uh, Ed oh. predicted four nil, and Spencer <laughs> predicted two nil. So no one got it spot on, oh, unfortunately. Point yeah, it was it was tough, but <coughs> I just didn't expect that one goal. And to be fair, he didn't need to, con- to concede that one goal. So me and mm. me and Vic got kind of shagged there, which is a shame. Uh, I've got a strong feeling with this last game, we're going to move on to that we've all just got one point because I'm guessing no one predicted eight nil. No, I'm not I a chance. Mean, everyone predicted. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say predicted. it as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm assuming everyone predicted a Newcastle win. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Perfect. I mean, I I I only predicted one nil, so I could have I could have got like Jesus. I could have lost that badly there. Did I go for five? Or? No, you said two nil. What do you mean five nil? <laughs> No, Spencer what? was the closest one. He said four nil. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, um, eight different goal scorers. Eight goal scorers. Nah, eight goal scorers is mental. I don't know who the two outfit players were who didn't score, but imagine how pissed <laughs> off you'd be. You'd be oh. Oh, yeah. Everyone else fucking gets one. I don't even get one. Come on now. You'd yeah. be fuming, wouldn't you? Um, so you, Trippier didn't get one. And Shah. Where you got... Oh, in all fairness, Trippier to get a hat oh, trick of assists. So, I don't think Trippier Doesn't really matter. Shah yeah. might be. hat trick <laughs> of assists is probably better than getting a single goal, in all fairness. Um, that isn't bad at all. 
biggest ever away league win for Newcastle. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that many. Um, Anthony Gordon looking really, really good. That assist was probably even nice in his goal where he managed to keep the ball in with that little outside of the foot touch right on the line and pull it back. Um, I've got a few other things I want to talk about, but one of my first things, talk about Trippier. Do you think that if him and Trent and Walker are all fit, that Trippier should start for England? No. At right back? No. Walker. Every day of the week. Walker for the, for the next few years. Well, even just this year, maybe. Because we don't, for England anyway, they don't need a ball playing right back. Because they play like seven at the back anyway. So to get a ball playing defender, it's not how whatever is getting soonest. What is Southgate. his name? Southgate. In the World Cup, he played Trippier left back, didn't he? Like him opening games in all fairness. Yeah, that, that, Trippier, it, that was because Shaw was not fit right or something like that. But when, hmm. when I wrote that down, I actually didn't think about Walker, but I did just say, well, at least over Trent, you think Trippier yeah. starts because Trippier actually gives you all the attacking output whilst also being good at defending unlike Trent. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think right now he's better than Trent. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, but he's better than Trent. I like right back. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe try. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe try, try Trent in, in like midfield or, or some of that as, as right more, as more like a ball, as more like a ball, more like a passer, more like a ball, ball carrying player or whatever. I, I wouldn't trust him at right back for England. For sure. Um, I've also got here that Sheffield United man. Nailed on for the Surely they're getting relegated. Um, you know, Newcastle are a very good team. They've obviously got a lot of money at the moment. They've made some good signings and stuff. But you can't be getting turned over eight goals at home if you want to stay up. Like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, um, I've read rumours that they're going to get Chris Wilder back in. I mean, if that happens, then same cycle again, isn't it? They're going to what? Sorry. You can't get have them there. They're going to what for games? Um, get Chris Wilder back oh, in. Oh, God, yeah. He was in charge in lockdown seasons, um, 1920, 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how well that will go for him. Um, I've got to say as well, like when you're three 0 down at home, as a as a weaker team that you know you're not going to get back into it. At that point shut in time, shop. you just have yeah. to shut up shop and just commit to defending. Like yeah. I actually felt a bit bad because the last three or four goals, like the defenders are sprinting. Well, some of the sometimes the fullbacks are like he was jogging, but like, the midfielders are just like jogging back. Like oh, I'm not even that interested. Like. For the home fans that sat there having to watch that, like, and you're not even willing to run, like, yeah. probably sprint and try and stop another goal is a bit embarrassing. And they concede, I think they conceded two or three goals from set pieces, which, like, teams at the lower end of the table, set pieces is, like, the biggest tool in their arsenal, whether they're scoring from them or defending them. Like, that's their whole thing. Like, you even give away, like, normally you'd give away fouls for free kicks because you know that you're better at defending from a set piece than you might be from defending from open play. Um, but so to concede easy goals like the Dan Burn header at the back post like he just has so much space like he just loses man so easily just for a little easy knock him yeah I just think, I just think Sheffield and Luton mate they're, they're just nailed on they? they've not shown anything in these first few games that has proven anyone wrong and I feel bad because of the whole of football Twitter and the whole of football internet and all football media just saying you two are guaranteed mm-hmm. to go down and it's never nice and it's probably not nice for their fans. I mean, they're probably happy doing the Prem, 
especially for Luton, maybe Sheffield United not so much because they're a bit more used to it. Oh. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be a fan of either team because this is going to be a long, hard season for them. And like, if Sheffield give up this easily now, in like early on when they've conceded that many goals, what's going to happen near the end of the season when they look, you know, when it gets to the point where they're literally like a loss away from guaranteed rele- re- relegation? Can their heads drop then? Like, just not good, mate. Not good at all from Sheffield. Yeah, can I just um, want to give a little shout out to uh, someone I used to work with called Alfie, a uh, big Toon fan. And as the game's going on, he's messaging me like he's playing that. <laughs> and I'm saying to him, chill out, mate. It's only Sheffield United. And when it gets to six, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is actually a serious <laughs> game. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah I couldn't believe it. But 8-0, no one would have ever guessed it. And no. I, I think I was right to say that at like 3-0, it's oh, Sheffield United is what it is. But then to get eight away from home, like there's always one game a season where you get these mad results. So United won like nine yeah. nil against Southampton or something. Southampton, a few, yeah. yeah. Then, then it was. But that was Liverpool. Old Trafford and and Liverpool, Liverpool did us at home seven 0 but they did Southampton as well, didn't they? Nine yeah. yeah. nil. Yeah. Well, Leicester did oh, it. Um, Leicester beat Southampton nine 0 as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing it away from home is so much like more impressive. Yeah, like, I think it's, it's so only I think it's only do. been done twice now, like away, away where teams won eight or nine nil away. It's so nice. that just shows you how how shows you how how rare it is, and and that was it. That was just a big message Newcastle sent. I think Newcastle needed a big result like this after the poor start they've had. Mm. They needed a big result just and and, and after how poor they was in, in the Champions League game as well because because they yeah. had that poor performance and if they'd, if they'd have gone to Sheffield United and drawn or or just won one or two nil everyone would be like oh okay Sheffield United doesn't really mean much but for them to come out and to score eight and eight different goal scorers as well that's a yeah. big massive thing because all because all other teams now will go all right and there's goals all over that team we need to be careful whoever's whoever's got the ball in and around the box and whatever like that now. So so that might be the result that gets them going for the season and gets them back headed towards the top four or the top five as it is for next season. So so very, very, very yeah. good performance. And I'm just I'm just grateful we haven't we haven't got to play Newcastle for a little while now. Um I've got to give a little shout out as well to the uh, Sheffield United fan reading the book. Just <laughs> the fact that she bought a book with her is hilarious. <laughs> like that's when you know your team is peak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when you get like times, is it? you get like bug search before you go into the games at City, and I don't know about Sheffield United, but imagine being there? a guy, yeah, a book. book. Yeah. <laughs> I've opened it up, see so the pages are cut out like Andy the Frame and short yeah. expect a little rock camera. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say, just one yes. more thing. One, one thing that I'm not happy about with Newcastle eight now. It just didn't help my FPL at all. Like, no. Just get one goal scorer and stick Trippier. to it. A right back. Oh, Clean and three assists. Come on. Oh. Huge. Absolutely huge. Oh, I need to, oh, I need to invest. Oh, yeah, so my, another... my, my FPL got ruined this week. Really? Oh, oh mine was through the roof. We did say we were going to look at our points in that. Yeah, yeah so... I went... I went yeah, I went. I went for the old. I went. I went for the old fucking free hit. I put. I put in. Put in three Man City players. 
And no. obviously they only they, yeah, they, they only won 2-0 oh. and I was like, oh. Well, to be fair though, I have three City players, Haaland, Foden and Alvarez. Foden got 11, mm. Haaland got 12, Alvarez got 1. So, uh, I, think, I don't mind. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got Harlan Doku, and I can't remember. Who, can't remember who oh, the other one was. That but, stinks. But, but Harlan was the only one who got who got me points. I was like, oh, for yeah. sake. <laughs> I got. I got a cool eighty points, and I still had Ooh, uh, nice. three players injured come off. But yeah, yeah. open goal. Trippier with eighteen. Estepinian got himself an assist. Matoma fourteen. Harlan yeah twelve. Madison and Watkins scored as well. I done all right. No, I had eighty as well. I had Pope. I had Son 14, Saka 13, Foden 11, Mitoma 14. My midfield was points. But I still stuck with Sterling. I, I don't know why I've stuck with him. I'm getting rid of him this week because you're playing Fulham, right? Will. It's going to be like 0-0. No, you get rid of him and he'll score a against Fulham. I know, I swear. I kept him in and then he scored the two against Luton and I thought, oh, I'm onto something here. Sterling, comeback season. Oh, he stinks, man. I've got that Desarsi as well. I wanted to ask you, Vic, Desarsi, is he going to start for you like, consistently? He's, yeah, he's been solid whenever I watched him play. I mean, there's been a section of the fan base that I called him out a bit for making like the <laughs> odd error here or there, but whenever I've seen him, he's been solid. That's he's Chelsea for you, though. Coming into the Premier League, right. he's been solid. You stop pretending that Chelsea aren't dog shit. Let's roll into <laughs> our predictions because I want to go watch a new episode of Psycho and go to bed ASAP. <laughs> All right. right. Oh, in fact, I'll tell you the score. We'll give you the score as well at the end of our third round of predictions. Uh, obviously, Vic is winning the lucky bastard with 12 points, which is huge, to be fair. That is actually massive. Average 1.2 a game. It's not bad. I'm following second on nine, so I'm only one correct result away. Benji's in third with five, and followed closely by Spencer with four. So it's big up tight at the bottom. Burnley are going to win it from tight at the bottom. <laughs> They're definitely going to lose if you should predict to win every week and they won't. <laughs> right, right, we will we will speed run these ones. Um, Villa so... Brighton, 12.30 kickoff, Saturday at Villa. Uh, 2-1 Brighton. Ooh. I, might, I, might just, I, I might just go the other way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. 2-1 Villa. This one's hard to pick. 3-1 Brighton. Oof. I don't know about three, you know. Could be like a, yeah, a Matoma uh, hat-trick or something. Watch. <laughs> nah, Chelsea Chelsea were getting chances against Villa. The defence look amazing. And Brighton are a good team. But it's 12-30 kickoff. That's the thing that's going to catch me out here. And Villa going to win. It's always a weird there, one. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. I've gone too old. I've gone too old. Too old. Too old. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, to be fair, I can actually see that as well. But I don't know. I have a soft spot for Brighton this year. Not as much as a Burnley soft spot. But I just like, I like Matoma, man. Matoma's a, he's, he's a serious player. Burnley, Burnley have a lot of soft spots, unfortunately. For them. <laughs> All right, we will move on. Uh, next game we've got, I've got here anyways, United Palace. Uh, I'm actually going to say nil-nil. Nah, we absolutely battered them in the AFL. We even have like five starting players. Prem would be different because they will have more of their starting team out as well. But uh, 3-1, it's United. That's I've brave, man. Two, I've got 2-1 United. 
I mean, I could see a, a sneaky one-one draw. I could see a one-one, but did you see the game? Do you not see the game? The EFL game. We knocked them about the park. Like they made a few changes, but we made a lot of changes as well, mate. Like we didn't have Rashford, oh. Bruno, or Hoyland starting, and we battered them. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go two nil. Two nil United. Yeah, I've got two one. Nah, not nil, man. No way. If it's nil, it's gonna be nil nil. Do you know what I mean? Because bottle drops. You're nil nil, you Benji. Go on, write down nil nil for your prediction. Of course I am. I've wrote down nil nil. I'll back it. Stanker. <laughs> Stanker, yeah. All right, next one. Uh, Toon versus Burnley. And Burnley massive. Two nil Burnley. Here we go. Newcastle ain't got a chance. Wait. Three nil Newcastle. I've got three all. Three all. Three all. That's a fucking asshole. Three all. Three all. Three all. They've not even scored three goals in the Premier. Now, you know what? 2 1 Burnley. 2 1 Burnley. 2 1 Burnley. You can say 4 0. 4 0 from Spencer. Yeah, 4 0. 4 0 Newcastle. And Vic would say 3 1. 3 0. 3 0 as well. Sweet. At least me and Vic will be honest. I was going to say the same as Vic for every game, so it'll just never be. It's been following in the whole season. Uh, next one is Wolves City, and Wolves are at home. Um, 4 1. I'm going to say 4 1. I reckon they'll get a goal. I've gone 3 0 City. 3 0? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking something like that. Yeah, I think I'll go 3 0 and all. Oh, I reckon they'll get a jammy goal, you know. Neto no, just down the wing. No, 2 2 0. It'll be the same as the Forest game. Oh, no, you don't have Rodri, though, do you? Exactly. Mm. That's what I'm saying. They might actually mm. get a goal. 3 1, 3 1, fuck it. Yeah, man. Watch, if I've got your point there, you have to respect me. If I've got you three points. Nah, nah, fuck that. Nah, actually, no, <laughs> just because I want Benji to have that. 2 0, stick to my OG, 2 0 City. Oh, man, this guy. Wolves, <laughs> Wolves are bad in front of goal. Wolves are terrible in front of goal against your defence, no way. Yeah, I've got Edison in that, though. 3 0 City for me. Right. Uh, next game is Bournemouth Arsenal, Bournemouth at home. 1-0 Bournemouth. <laughs> I'm not joking, you know. I'm not joking. Freddie's not even here anymore. He can't even wind up. <laughs> Watch. One Freddy of these is going to come right. The opposite way, yeah. One of these is going to come one. right. <laughs> I one out of ten. I will, I will be so happy with that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've got 3-0 three three nil nil Arsenal. 3-0? Three 3-0 nil. Three nil for me, yeah. I, I'm saying 2-0. Oh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two two one Arsenal. Uh, old old number forty one might be out, so that that, that that's, a, that's a big blow. That's a big big blow for Arsenal. He obviously went off. He obviously went off again against Spurs. So so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go two two one Arsenal. I can see Bournemouth nicking one. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Watch them win. Sorry to put it bluntly. The group chat will go up in absolute limbs. You'll get voice knots in the mate. I would. You think I'm going to be annoyed if Arsenal lose to Bournemouth? I'll be pissing my pants. I'll be well happy with it. Don't worry about that. All right, Everton Luton, and for arguably could be one of the worst games of the season. Yeah, 100%. I'm just going to go 1 0, 1 0 Everton. I'm going to go 0 0. I've got 2 0 Everton. It's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Two goals from Everton. Exactly. 
think I could see it. I could see it if it, if it, Calvert Lewin's back scoring. So uh, two one two 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 one Everton. I think I think I, 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 I think Luton or, or Nick one Nick one from somewhere. What did you say, Ed? What score did you predict? I said uh, I just went one 0 Everton. Sean Dodge um, classic. One goal, see it out. No worries. Vicky gone two 0 yeah. And then Spence 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one, yeah. What are you saying, Benji? 0-0? No, no. Yeah, man. I reckon a 0-0. Nil, nil. Luton are boring. They know how to like just sit back and not do anything. And Everton, are, they got what they got a, a win against Bournemouth, but it doesn't mean they're good, you know what I mean? But if they do win this, then they probably will get a comeback and, you know what I mean, they might actually do good this season. Um, next game, West Ham, Sheffield United at London Stadium. Three uh, Yeah, I reckon three now. I know, but we should. Well, but I don't want to be the same as you. But I don't want to miss out if you put a fucking spot on. <laughs> it's got to be free. On, pa- on, on paper, it should be. It should be with with the quality we've got. It oh, should be, but. It should it should be, but but our but our def, our defence has 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 a mistake in it, uh, and, and so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two one two one us. I can see I can see, I can go. see them nicking one from somewhere. Another another Agurd mistake or or <laughs> zoom or zoom or zoom a clap is someone. So I'm going I'm gonna go two um, one. I'm going to play the game there and not actually put what I think is going to happen. I'm just going to say 3 0, same as you two. So if you get points, I get points. If you don't, this I don't This guy's doing that. tactical. He's going to be trying to be clever. Play 4 D chess. You lot playing checkers. I'm playing 4 D chess. Can't help it. <laughs> Next one uh, is Tottenham Liverpool. Yeah, Spurs Liverpool. I reckon 2 1 Spurs. It's at the Spurs Stadium. So. Do you know what I mean? Spurs are looking good, so two one. I'm gonna I can... go two two. Oh yeah, you know. No, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna stick with it. Two two for Vic. Liverpool are still solid. I, I want to go for a crazy one. I actually want to go for a crazy I do. one. Four four. Do it, man. Do it. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Three all. Three all. Okay. Yeah. Liverpool I'm, just I'm, score goals, I'm, mate. Their defense is shocking, but they, they score goals. They score goals and 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 they concede them. Uh, three two, three two, three two. Liverpool, just about. <laughs> oh. it, it could be three two either it way, but there's gonna be there's I, gonna be. So I did many think goals. three two originally. Yeah, I was like there'll be goals mm. in this for sure. But I do think the way that Spurs play does open them up for quick counter attacks, which Liverpool do love to get as well. So three all, man. They won't be good enough to they won't be good enough to pip them, Liverpool, but I think he just loves to score goals, didn't they? Nunes will just score a fucking ping in the ninety six. Yeah, that's what I literally I'm thinking. Real. Yeah, man. <laughs> if that if that prediction comes in, I get a bonus point because fucking come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one, uh Forest Brentford. Two and Brentford. I'm gonna say one one. Two one Brentford for Vic. Two one Forest. No, no yeah, way. I'm, I'm thinking Forest. Brentford have been bad, yeah. mate. Brentford have been way that, too much. Yeah, and, that result, that result against that Everton bad. worries me. Yeah, man. Alanga yeah, yeah. and gonna, that um, Anii. Ani- 
Hudson Odoi as well, to be fair, has been decent, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go 1-0 Forest. That's madness. Nice. Like Brentford have been letting me down too much. I've, every week I predict them to win or draw. Yeah, and true. And they <laughs> They have been letting us down. And Fulham, Chelsea, Monday Night Football. I'm going to actually agree with you there and 1-0 Fulham. I'm actually genuinely thinking it's going to be one 0 for them. I'm going win no Chelsea. I'm actually backing us for the first. Go on, <laughs> finally. It'd be but even better when, when Fulham win one 0 When Willian scores a free kick for them to win the game, I'm going to cry, man. Oh, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be so good. Go on, Spencer. What's your prediction for this one? Oh. nil nil. Don't it? You want it? You want that nil oh. nil? <laughs> Oh, I oh, I don't know. Uh, half, half me says nil nil. Half me half me says Chelsea. Fine, finally figure out how to score goals and and get and get a couple. Um, yeah, oh, you know you know what? Sorry, I I, I hate nil nils. I can't I can't predict a nil nil. Two <laughs> two nil two nil Chelsea. Yes. No. The Fulham are that bad. Come on, Fulham. Bad. Massive, massive game. game for the boys. I don't even know. <laughs> And then there Mate, is the one, fuck? there is a double game weeks for Luton and Burnley, so we will predict that one as well. It's on a Tuesday, so if you record a pod before, That's we'll so let you know in it. But um, yeah, Luton and Burnley at home at Luton, Burnley seven nil. No, no, it's gonna be three <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, nil Burnley. I'm going two one Burnley. You reckon they'll score? Two nil, yeah. two nil Burnley. I'm go- I'm going two one. That's this fun. is oh, this, this, this is the one where, where I think it, it could actually be nil nil. Ju- no. Tuesday night, Tuesday <laughs> night, just, just played on the weekend. I've just said it about not wanting to predict a nil nil. Oh, you, you know, you know what? Just just to be clever, just just on the off chance, I'm going for Luton one nil because just because I need I need to catch <laughs> up on points. I need to catch up on points, and I think I think a Tuesday night could throw up a mental result. That's not what you actually believe though, because. You know, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's not what I believe. Team. Good, that's the stuff. Because Burnley are a massive I wouldn't, team. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're massive. <laughs> Massively shit. Hey, um, just remember this. I'll go and turn on Burnley still because Luton are just that bad. <laughs> You'll beat, they'll beat them at least. It's not about At least have a win to celebrate this year. Oh, Luton mate. are bad. <laughs> Luton are bad. Right. I thought we've bad, got... but they are bad. We've got our game week, uh, game week seven predictions ready to go, um, but that does mean the end of the podcast. Uh, it was a long, a longer one today because there was a bit more games to talk about. But you know, it's always good to have a longer one. Uh, we will be back next week for the new game week seven predictions. Uh, I wonder if Chelsea can actually win because I doubt I, it. I can see it. But Mate, you never know. Mid, midweek next week, Gas V Oil, Newcastle PSG at St. Yeah. James's Park. Oh, and Mbappe ripping game. it up at St. James's. Oh, I can't, can't believe. wait oh. to watch that one. Yeah, that's going to be mad. <laughs> see get, so see Mbappe fun. get snapped by Dan Byrne. It's going to be wild. <laughs> it is going to be wild. <laughs> yeah, we will look forward to that Sweet. next week. Um, but that is the end of this podcast. Hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to like, comment, and follow the Instagram at Power Pitches. That one's blowing up. We're posting reels, clips from the podcast with our faces on it. So if you want to see what we look like, 
go to the Instagram power pictures. And yeah, that is the end of it. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>